Hi, I'm Mike Marino, and this is a brand new episode of Live from My Mother's Basement. Hey, listen, I know you guys are watching from different parts of the world, but it's early in the morning. We usually record late at night. It's like 11.30 in the afternoon. I'm normally not even out of bed at this time. But I want 5 a.m. <laughs> I wanted so badly to get this pre-record done, and she's always so busy that I said, you know what, I'll get up as early as you want. We'll have a little breakfast, and maybe we'll go someplace different. So, good afternoon um, or good evening, wherever you are watching this show in the world. Welcome to another edition of Live from My Mother's Basement. Obviously, maybe it's too early to be in the basement, so we came to a really cool restaurant in my hometown of Scotch Plains, New Jersey. We're on Park Avenue. My guest today is a friend of mine, but she's doing big, big things in the entertainment business, so I wanted to make sure I got this pre-record before she became too famous and said, Mike, listen, you're too small for me. This is Piper Harlow, ladies and gentlemen, okay? There we go. And the place is going wild. <laughs> Thank you so much for letting me come to this restaurant. We're going to talk yeah. about this restaurant where we're having the interview. We're going to talk about Piper's career. And then, who knows? There's a chef in the kitchen. We might get to sample some foods while we do this. And since it's 1130 in the morning, I think around 12, we might be a it's little hungry. Brunch. brunch. We're, we're yes, it's brunch. brunch. <laughs> Did she brunch. just call me a lady? We're ladies who brunch. Ladies who brunch. You know, I couldn't <laughs> wait to have a brunch with you. There you go. Should have worn my jacket. You should have. Oh, it's over there. I asked before we did a little sound check. We've known each other for, I guess, 20 years. About 20 Seems years. like 20 years. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I asked, how did we meet? So go ahead, this Republican thing. I, I, I don't care. <laughs> I was just at an event in South Plainfield. And you were doing comedy for an event that they were having. And no that's, kidding. Yeah, we it was like a, a political party I was entertaining for? I believe it was. Really? Yeah. Wow, they must have been paying me a lot of money because I usually stay away from politics. Yeah, same, and most people know same. I'm running for president. I've been running for president for at least 22 years. I'm going to be the VP. Yes. Right? <laughs> Might as well. Somebody beep the horn at us? <laughs> Hello. Did you see that? She said, I'm going to be VP. Somebody goes, beep, beep. You got to vote. From your lips to God's head, we got to wow. vote. It's in. That just solidified it right there. Here comes a delivery truck. <laughs> um, we met because, yes, all right, I was doing stand-up, but you're also in the industry. Yes. And I believe when I met you, you were doing mostly PR yeah. and performing as an actress. Yeah. So I've been performing as an actress since I was a kid, singing, dancing, acting, theater. I was a musical theater minor in college, and I started my own PR firm kind of out of necessity and that's how we met and then it just really turned out that we knew so many different people in the same world and and we've uh, also had some crazy experiences and oh, we're going to get to that too that's true. one of the greatest commercials of all time <laughs> came out <laughs> right Woo! not five hour power but six six hour power i was there when you filmed that i know well, oh my God. i know and then we went into a little bit of a trouble situation and, and i was calling you me, for help but that's exactly yeah i was happy to advise on that and then actually that lady became a client of mine afterwards. Really? Yeah. Boy, we got stories. All right, this is going to get good. We got it. dirt. We got dirt. No, we can say it. Okay. I don't know where those people are. They might not even be alive anymore. <laughs> They're alive, but the companies has folded. So. I'll bet it did. Sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, if you have a product and you want to advertise it, you better be 100% sure that your product is real. Because if it's not, you can't blame the talent. I told you. 
<laughs> You're just getting paid to promote it. You yes. have nothing to do with it. That's why I was doing something for a political party. Yeah. I belong to all the parties. You pay me, I'll be on your side. <laughs> I'm a sellout. And that was really before like social media and way before were social a big media. Deal. And I have I have copies of those commercials. Maybe I should put them out as a goof. But this is about you. So oh. I want to go all the way back to when you were a kid. Where were you born? You're Around a Jersey corner, girl, right? South Wingfield. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So for you folks out there that are watching from like Zimbabwe and all different parts of the country and Dubai and stuff like that, we're in a small town right now. This town is called Scotch Plains. I talk about it every day on my morning walk because it almost feels to me like the people in this town live in a little bit of a bubble. It's true. They're not affected. They're happy. They're nice to each other. People open the door for each other. They say good morning. They say good night. And the food in this area is unbelievable. It's kind of like the Hallmark movies. That's what I always think of when I come to yes. this little section, right? This is a Hallmark yeah. movie. Come here when you're looking for your significant other. Just pick a pumpkin. Like that's just how it happens. Oh well, now wait a minute. I'm single. Where's this I'm pumpkin? I'm single too. Where's this and pumpkin? We're here, and we're here in Scotch Plains. <laughs> <laughs> we better go looking for some pumpkins. <laughs> Either that or some spice for a pumpkin. There you go. So born in Plainfield, which is not too South far. Plainfield. South Plainfield. She corrected me very, very quickly. Two different counties. Two different neighborhoods. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who's turning more red? You said me or you? It, not me. All right, it's a different neighborhood. One's uh, known for football. Anyhow, <clears throat> South Plainfield's known for wrestling. Yes. Yeah. Sports. Sports. That's it. Just sports. <laughs> um, then, when you were going to school, I would assume that's when you got bit with the entertainment bug. Even before then. So in high school, I, I mean, I spent 20 hours a week in the dance studio, in Joanne's dance studio in South Plainfield. That was the love of my life. I wanted to go to college for dance. My parents were like, not happening. <laughs> just not, just not gonna happen. Because the life expectancy of a dancer is maybe like 25, 30 years old. So I went to Monmouth University and I minored in musical theater there. Because they didn't Monmouth, have a dance Monmouth theater. College, and then it's now so it's So it Monmouth. actually became a university my freshman year that I went there. Is that right? Yeah, because the NCAA won the tournament that year. They got all this money went from college to a university. Oh, you know the inside scoop. I, I only know that I, I do. My name's actually on a brick on a path. Um, oh, no kidding. Yeah, because I was, you know, I got to be in the middle of everything. So I was president of my sorority and the student government and like the theater, all the things. So I want to be on a brick. I got I'll hit by a brick. <laughs> got a lot of bricks thrown at you. <laughs> You're on a brick. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, and Isn't that, that great? Not that many people could say, hey, listen. You might have your name on a sign, but I'm on a brick, on a brick. and the brick is in the ground. It's true. I got pictures. I visited once. Real hair color. Did you take a picture? Of course I did. Laying on the ground next to the. <laughs> <laughs> I could but so see you out there going. You know what? I got to get a picture with my I, head next you to the brick. See it? It's on All my. Right. Uh, oh, so you gonna my, pull it up? On my uh, my Facebook page. Sorry guys, we're looking we're looking for this live. We'll here. be right back after this commercial <laughs> break. Look, see see cover photo. There's me. Oh, that is brick. hilarious. <laughs> Jennifer DaCosta. Yeah. So my real name Class is not Piper days. Harlow. It's, that's a stage name. All right, come on. You can flip it. Look at that. And my real hair color, well, close to my real hair color. <laughs> She's on a brick. <laughs> In my Juicy Couture. That's a really old picture. Juicy Couture around anymore? It's back now. Oh, it's back? It's totally back, and I'm not, I'm not mad at that. <clears throat> 
Well, I guess if you have clothes from back in the day with well, Juicy Couture, you could put them back on and, yeah, and sport it out. All right, so this is great. So Monmouth uh, University. Yes. And then showbiz. And then, and then showbiz, yeah. Then I worked for a talent agency in New York, and, you know, that was the end of that. Um, I did work in advertising in no, New when Jersey. No, when you worked as the uh, agency, were you doing, like, uh, commercials, trying to get people booked for things? Yeah, I ran all the open call presentations, and uh, it, was, it, it was kind of when the internet was becoming a big deal, and this is really dating me right now. <laughs> I'm a lot, I, I like to not age myself, but here we go. Um, it was really when like digital comm cards weren't a thing yet, because the internet was just coming about. So you remember, right, like if you were going on an audition as an actor or a model, you got to carry around your paper headshot yeah with all the, the stuff on the back and this company was making it digital and trying to create a way for um, agents and clients you know Calvin Klein whoever it might be to just go on the internet and say I need somebody this height this weight this size whatever boom and all those people will come up so it saves a lot of time um, it was a little bit ahead of its time that company and then Lou Perlman bought it and then Lou Perlman went to jail. <laughs> so, Is that right? I'm not familiar yes. with this. He was the guy, he owned Transcontinental Airlines. He oh. created like the Backstreet Boys and uh, all those and then- We need to get him, him out of jail. Well, he's dead, so <laughs> oh, it don't matter shit. now. <laughs> I think he died in jail. <laughs> One of the craziest things, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, is the sign of the times. When I started in TV commercials, I guess I was 12, 13 years old, you had a headshot, it was black and white. Black and white, You were yeah. lucky you could afford to make 10 of them. You and there was no Photoshop, so you no. better hope no, that, that you they, had good lighting that day. <laughs> Not only did you have to have good lighting, which we're thankful we have some good lighting in, in here, but they had this thing called um, etching, was it etching? When you would make person's eye whites whiter Oh, maybe, yeah, but that was like, you had to pay a lot of money for that. Yes. There was only a few people who could do it. Yes, and they did it with razor blades. Wow. What the heck was that called? Well, anyway, then the digital age, and you would take a picture, and you could put it in the computer. Com in, the, computer in the computer. In the computer. <laughs> that's Italian for computer. You put it in the computer, and they would etch it out somehow magically. I remember when I first moved to California, they had a thing called the lithograph. Oh. And you get 300 pictures for $20. Wow. Now people would look at you and go, what do you have 300 pictures for? I know. Just email it to me. Just throw it to you. Click the button. Now if I could just find where it is in my phone. <laughs> I have I have black and whites from back in the day. So do I. My mother's favorite. should find them. You got them? I have them. My hair is like super short. I mean, it's so 90s. And I had hair. <laughs> 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 it's fun, the memories, the way things were. Uh, they're going through the way things used to be. That's why I'm happy after being in Los Angeles for 30 years, coming home to Scotch Plains, and people are still the same, happy and embraceive to what we do. Yeah. So to work as an agent is kind of hard because did you ever look at the breakdowns, which tells the world mm -hmm. what's going on in showbiz, and say to yourself, why am I working as an agent? I'm perfect for this role. 100%. I'm leaving 100%. this office right now. Yeah, no, that, that actually happened. And there was quite a few times when I took the train you know, into Queens, and I find myself, I'm such an idiot. I didn't know where I was going. Um, my mom's here. She didn't even know that that happened. But now you know. She brought her mom. <laughs> Whoops. It's very endearing. Yes. Well, mom's retired now, so we got to, you know. 
You gotta give yourself Hey, when I was a kid, I don't know about you, but maybe they even say this, I, I'm not sure, but they had showbiz parents, mostly moms. So when I would go on auditions, people would say to me, is your mom here? Do you have a showbiz mom? And I'm like, my it's mother hardly speaks English. <laughs> right? she, she ain't coming here. <laughs> She's here with a bucket of pasta. <laughs> She's a bucket of pasta. You hungry? <laughs> Ma, what you, you do? <laughs> I see you on television. What do you do to do this? What do you do to do this? I'm like, just forget it. <laughs> Isn't that, it's kind of sad and fun, I guess, all at the same time, because my parents were like, you're going to work for your father, right? I'm like, no, I'm going to be an actor. Yeah, pretend you're a construction worker. Play well, the yeah, that's interesting because I'm the I'm the only one in my family like this. In fact, my my dad my dad's a chiropractor. His first office was on Second Street here. Oh right. Scotch Plains. Wow. Yeah, and um, he was kind of also like musician by night though. So I grew up with a band in my basement for the most part. I think maybe oh, that's where I, I got love it. that. But yeah, like my my mom's a little bit different. <laughs> my mom loves to do yard work, things like that. I no no interest in that. So. Um, she ran the operating room for 25 years, and I mean, I can't even watch shows where they're oh, cutting people. <laughs> can't do it. Can't do it. I, I, I cringe at my own cuts. Right? Uh, I don't know. I, don't, I have a big love for people who take care of other people. Yeah. On how they God do bless. It. God bless. I go to urgent care, just crying. Oh What's the matter? God. I think I got a fever. <laughs> That's how I, I, I can't Every look. little thing. This her, I call her up. <laughs> I went to go film the other day, and I guess just because I was sitting so long in the car and everything was weird, I started getting this pain here. I'm calling her up. I'm like, I think I'm having a heart attack. I don't know what's happening. She's like, just take Advil, relax. <laughs> I was fine. <laughs> My mother worked in ER. Every so you, time somebody got hurt, she said, have seven up. <laughs> You'll be fine. It's true. Just have a glass and of seven pastina. up. And some pastina. That's Italian penicillin. That's yeah. all we needed. Supposedly they don't have that anymore, Bastina, you can't get it. I literally bought boxes of it when they said that it was going out. So it really did get discontinued? I think it was just the one brand. Ronzoni? Ronzoni, yeah. I think we should go, uh, where's it, Berea? Google it. Google We're it. We're gonna bring it back. We are, we should go on a, we should go to the supermarket. You can't, you can't live without Bastina. No, you have to. That's the way my mother would say it. Oh, I'm gonna make you a nice bowl of Bastina, I'm gonna put a little wine in it, and your throat's wine. gonna be 100, but wine. My mother put wine in the oh. bastina. <laughs> Especially right when you're like 10. You're going to sweat. <laughs> but you're going to sleep real good. You're going to sweat. And you're not going to get up for a couple days. Your mother got things to do. Go sleep. <laughs> Eat your soup. <laughs> How many kids in your family? Just two. Me and my brother. Um, a lot of cousins. And he's not a show business? No. Not brother. at all. He was athletic. I was not athletic whatsoever. I tried. I got a basketball trophy because our team won first place, but not one time did I get the ball. <laughs> I was one of two girls on the team and they never gave us the ball. I got a first place trophy and I said, do I have to play anymore? My parents were like, well, you got first place, so I guess no. <laughs> Italians are not known for playing basketball. It's no. not that, hey, hey Jen, no. you want the ball? No, you keep it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was a cheerleader. Actually, I went to Mount St. Mary's for high school. Oh, now so we I, got we, now we got something to talk about. I was the for the all-girls basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> you went to Mount Saint. I Mary's? did, and really? my brother and my dad went to Saint Joe's. Do you know that this uh, iconic school sits up uh, in the mountains of Wachon, right? Yeah, like literally right at the end of Terrell Road here. Right. I, I guess I was kind of in the area. I went to Nissan. There you go. <laughs> my car worked on. <laughs> But your whole life, living in this area, my whole life, most people, you look up at this iconic school and 
most people never even been up the driveway. And you, you start it's to like think, you better not go up there. Something bad's going to happen. There's ghosts up there. No, I used to, my mom would tell me that it was Annie's orphanage. Yes. And ironically, because it used to be a boarding school. <laughs> you so don't want to go to school there. you 22 on Sundays and you'd see like the clothes hanging on the lines. Because, you know, they were doing their laundry and the nuns lived up there. And then when I went to Monmouth University, I didn't know until we had the tour that that was the main building. That was Daddy Warbucks' mansion in the movie. So I'm like, well, I have to go here. And I'm just running up and down the staircase singing. Is that right? I think I'm gonna yeah. like it here. Oh, go ahead, sing the song. <laughs> I don't even know how the song goes. And I, I just remember being petrified that you can't go up to that school, especially if you're a guy, because the dragon will eat you. So, okay, so my a, mom actually became the school nurse when I was a, uh, a sophomore at Mount St. <laughs> at Mary's. Mount Saint Mary's. Really? Yeah, the school nurse had retired, and you know my brother was in school, and so she was bored and uh, became the school nurse, which was the one job she said she would never do, but she did it. <laughs> and um, boys were not allowed up there. So every once in a blue moon, like a guy would get permission to come pick up his you know, girlfriend or whatever it was, and like the whole school would go nuts, like trying to fix your hair, this and that, like he, he didn't care about us, whatever, but. <laughs> oh my God, how about now? I have no idea. <laughs> I could pretend I'm a delivery I no guy, idea. go up there with some pizzas, hey girls. But it was, I mean, it was a little strict. We, uh, we used to. A little? We used to, um, well you would get in trouble if it was the summertime and you had a free period and you're outside like rolling your sleeves up. We would slide down the hill on lunch trays in the, in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what everybody you have to google this school because it does in my opinion look scary when you it's, look up that mountain big. especially when it snows yeah. and you're wondering how does anybody even get up there well it's like a caravan like it's a u-shaped thing it's very not u-shaped whatever like an s-shape getting up there and there have been times i remember we had a really bad storm one time and the trees fell down on either side because there's only one way up and one way down and we were just stuck there and we had to wait, you know. So is it not true or true that everybody goes to school there to become a nun? That's what I was always told. Didn't work for me. <laughs> That's when I discovered boys. <laughs> She's not a nun and her mother's watching. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of other names that that school has, but. <laughs> I won't say any of them. But you went there, wow, that's cool. I did. Well, I, I went to public school all like before then, and I actually kind of got into a fight with this girl in eighth grade, and my parents were like, that's it, you're going to private school. I tried to flunk the admittance test. Um, I tried to like, jump out of the car, my dad was taking me there. <laughs> he like, locked the doors, but- uh, It's a rebellious Italian girl from New Jersey. I didn't want to go. I Ain't didn't want to go. You know, I had my big perm's hair, like I didn't fit in with these girls. Um, but I will tell you though, my best friends to this day are, are the people from that school. Oh yeah? Yeah, so it really- um, Is it still a very strict school, still for women only? Yeah, it's, it's an all girls school. But um, it wasn't, is it Catholic? Yeah, it's a Catholic, there's nuns there. I had nuns that were teachers. I had never experienced anything like that in my life. So it was a real culture shock. Uniforms, I cried. I don't think I talked to my parents for a week when the uniforms came in the mail. Like I, I had- White shirt with a tie? No, it was blue with like a plaid kilt. In my, Where did this color in, actually? In my, in my, now I'm getting in, a little freaked out. In my <laughs> humble opinion, more kids should be going to that type of school now than ever. I agree <laughs> with that. Straighten you I out. I agree with that. But we had so much No, no, much no, fun. wait, let's just put this down. 
get a couple of these kids that this got this pronoun problem and send them to Mount St. Mary's. Wait till you see what your pronouns sound like when you're done. Yes, sister. That's right? <laughs> What's your pronoun? A knuckle sandwich. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, well, you got one hell of an education. From, Definitely. From these, the university, yeah. that school, Plainfield, tough girl from the streets here in uh, That's it. South Plainfield. South Plainfield. I'm actually in grad school Showbiz. Now, Are you really? Getting my MBA. I'm like halfway through. What do you want to be when you grow up? An actress. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm getting my, um, my business degree in entrepreneurship and family enterprise. When you, when you were working as a, uh, an agent, did you get auditions for yourself? You really weren't supposed to. So I couldn't work. If there was something that I wanted to audition for, I could not be placing anybody for that because it was a conflict of interest. But I did, you know, I did some law and order. I think everybody, you have to. If you live in this area and you're getting started, if you're not an extra on law and order, you, you, you don't have a career. <laughs> it's a rite of passage. You or have an to do it. under five. Yeah. I did, couple uh, of lines. Yeah. I did a couple of commercials for, it was called Bristol University. Yeah. It was this like ESPN thing. Again, I don't know about sports. So these guys were there, like Chris Berman. I had no clue who these people were. And I just come home and I'm like, yeah, I work with this person, this person. And people who know sports were like, oh my God. I'm like, I really have no clue who that was. But in all your endeavors, pursuing a career as a, a talent, I always say talent. I don't like the fact that they changed actor and actresses to just the actor. Well, I like no, talent there's too, two. because you do more than just acting. You're more than that. Yeah. Acting is one part of this business, and this is business. Mm -hmm. I became a comedian because I wasn't earning enough money as an actor, and I knew there was a way to create a career by becoming a funny person. And now I get all the roles as an actor because someone saw me yes. as a comedian. Yeah. And said, well, he's right for this. You have to really make your own way, and that's even like with the talk show now on News 12. This is my own production, this is my own show. And it was my way to get myself out there with all the other competition that's out there. Well, let's go for that, because okay. I, I also want you all to hear the story about who she's related to. Hmm. Are you forgetting? I'm not, because we're sitting in his restaurant. Or is there somebody else I'm related to? No, <laughs> Mike Kelly. I'm not related to Mike Kelly, but Mike Kelly uh, became a friend when I was actually in a lawsuit with somebody that I had raised $7 million in funding for her film. Now we want to listen, don't we? <laughs> There's a lawsuit involved. There was. I thought you were related to Mike Kelly. Mike Kelly is a producer, director from New Jersey who I met working on TV shows in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And he directed my first big comedy special at the Paramount in Asbury Park. 2007 wow. and he's a phenomenon yeah he used to direct episodes of Seinfeld and um, the Nikki Cox show and and many many shows but he's related to or a descendant of or the, he's nephew, the nephew of, of he's the nephew Kelly. of Gene Kelly yeah. the singer dancer from yeah. the Sinatra he is my era. all-time favorite actor Gene, Gene Kelly. Kelly that man can sing and dance and as, as a dancer, tap was one of the things I used to do. This man was effortless. I mean, he would like float and do these complicated dance moves. See, that's great stuff too. Tell us about the real deal dancers because now we look at some dancing and 
I think some stuff looks incredible, but when you think of Fred Astaire, when you yes. think of, um, yes, they just look like it was so easy to do when they were floating around. 100%. And they danced with a partner. It looked like, it, shouldn't that hurt? <laughs> but it don't. So, maybe it does. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes it does. Um, Bob Fosse, actually, did you know, you know, a lot of his movements were always kind of hunched over and because he actually had a natural curve in his back oh. and he couldn't get a lot of dance jobs so he used it to his advantage and said I'm going to create the style so part of you know a lot of the things that you see he hated that he was a little bald so he wore a hat and that's what he would do in fact the only time I was ever starstruck was with well two times but uh, when I met Anne Reinking I don't do you know, know who, who that she is <laughs> Anne was Bob Fosse's lead she was his Girlfriend, like he had actually never got divorced from Gwen, um, Gwen Verdon. I didn't even know the guy was married. <laughs> okay, so do you remember Annie? Say these dancers. Do you remember the movie Annie? Yes. Grace, the, the woman who worked for Daddy Warbucks who went to get um, Annie. That is, that's oh, oh, okay. Yeah, so I actually met her at an event that my, uh, my friend, so you know, um, uh, what's his name? I'm having a brain fart now because I just, <laughs> um, Dudley Moore. Dudley Moore lived here on Martina Ave. Get out yeah, the of last here. couple years of his life. And my hairdresser, who's a very good friend of mine, her parents grew up with him, so he moved in next to them when he was sick. And I would, you know, always go over to the house. And Dudley Moore lived in this town. Dudley Moore is buried right in the cemetery on Woodland Ave. You're kidding? No. Wow. So they. I've always said a lot of famous people come from this area. So true. Meryl Streep. She's from maybe where? Westfield or Sterling, and she's from here. Everybody's from here. Holy shit! <laughs> Everybody. Yeah. Because we live hard here. Yeah, the girl. And we who's work the girl, hard. The redhead girl from that '70s show. She, her dad. Oh, worked. we could. Yeah. We could. Laura's what? Freepon. I don't remember her name. We can go down the list of black. Yeah. Major talent that came out of New Jersey in general. Frank Sinatra. I mean, Bruce Springsteen. There you I, go. How many hours you got? Brittany Murphy or some Edison, like everybody's here. Yeah, and now us. And now us. We've just always been. So here. you do. Um, I didn't mean to interrupt. You're no, doing no, no. on. We're, we're on the dancing story. Yeah. So she. So I went to this benefit concert for Dudley Moore, um, and everybody was there. Barbara Walters hosted it, and uh, like Chevy Chase, and the only I knew that Anne was going to be there. And when I finally saw her, it was one of those. It, it was like a scene out of a movie. There was nobody standing around in this huge hallway and she's just right there and I'm like like I didn't even know what to say but she was super nice and um, yeah that's so cool well what happened with this Gene Kelly thing because I knew you were working with Mike Kelly who is the nephew mm -hmm. of Gene Kelly who is an icon yeah what was what were you guys doing because I remember you called me I was in California and you were saying I'm working with Mike Kelly I'm like, oh I, I love Mike <laughs> Yeah, so he, I, I don't remember how we got in contact with each other, but it had to do with that lawsuit. And he called me up and he's like, listen, like this woman is absolutely insane. And she has no backing, she has no whatever. He had looked at the script. I, I don't remember if his wife had something to do with it, but uh, he's like, because I, I, I made this a federal lawsuit. And he's like, forget about it. Don't even worry about it. She's not collectible, because I promise you that that movie will never get made, even if she tries to do it. And here we are years later and didn't. And, no and he's just he's a great person um that i talked to i think he's kind of like retired at this point he was he doing is. some stuff with um with american idol yeah but, yeah 
yeah. I think Mike is retired and he was also like a fifth degree black belt in karate. This guy could it was the nicest person really you ever is. wanted to meet. So but nice. Don't get on his bad side. Yeah. Anything so. you need help, he's pumped. yeah, he's he's there for you. So then talk to us about this publicity thing and helping people launch their careers or not just a career but maybe a restaurant or <laughs> uh, your new network job. Yeah, so the PR thing kind of happened very randomly. I, I was working for Gannett, so like the Home News Tribune, remember the Home News? And Asbury Park Press. Um, and then I had worked for the Star Ledger for a little while. We had recessions, like all this stuff was happening. So I was interviewing and I was having a hard time getting jobs now because I wanted to do more marketing-based things and not advertising sales. So somebody I was dating at the time was a recruiter and he said, I know this woman who's uh, like a headhunter. I'm gonna introduce you. Okay, great. So she's like, you know, can I take you out to lunch? I'm like, All right, kind of weird, but let's, I mean, we're having lunch here today, so it shouldn't have been weird, but <laughs> it was weird back then. And she sat me down and she said, listen, I, I've just been thinking about your entire history, the things that you love to do in entertainment, the Rolodex of people you know. I think you should be a publicist. She said, I have a book called Absolutely Abby's 101 Job Search Secrets. I want to live in an RV with my husband, travel around the country, and help one million job seekers find jobs. Will you take me on as your first client? And that's how it started. We did, we did a total career makeover contest as my first event that I did with, remember Jersey Licious? Yes. Week? Yeah, we had like the cast of Jersey Licious who did the makeovers and it was fun. I'm glad that you're still uh, grinding and doing what you're doing. You and, and when you're an entrepreneur, you can't stop. Well, and God. I, I think it's great that you mentioned food at the particular moment that I think food is coming food? this oh, way. Oh, there is food. Now, we are sitting in a beautiful restaurant. Yes. We're going to talk all about the restaurant, but here comes the owner of the restaurant. Come on over here. Come here. This is Brian. Oh, is everybody? Who also cool? happens to Hello, be Brian. my cousin. Brian <laughs> Kirpin. His wife, Stephanie, is in the kitchen, right? Yep. Yeah. And uh, we're sitting in, in his restaurant. Yes. This is Angelina's Bistro and Catering on Park Avenue here in Scotch Plains. So I mm -hmm. thought it would be great to do this interview this afternoon. Look at he's crouching down. But uh, why not have some snacks Look at this, guys. while we're uh, doing this interview? Yes. Brian, and we'll have Brian this? even explain it to us. So well, this is our duck poutine. Duck poutine. Wow. So it's that duck like poutine a with Crouch a down. duck gravy. And it's deep fried gnocchi with a little bit of salsa verde and a little Ooh. bit of smoked paparica to start good. off. It looks Ooh. almost too pretty to eat. Yeah. Look at that. You, yours doesn't have cheese good. Thank I don't you. want to get you sick. Yeah. Mine has cheese on it? Yes, sir. Yours I love cheese. cheese. Excellent. And what is this? This is on the menu? Yes, sir. All it's right. on the appetizers. It's on the appetizer. We're having an appetizer. Oh my gosh, so good. So it's right here, the gnocchi poutine. And gnocchi poutine. You know what poutine is in Canada? It's uh, French fries with gravy on it and cheese. You know what That's French fries and gravy, gravy on it in New Jersey is? Disco fries. Disco fries. <laughs> so I took a little mix of everything and I took a little bit of the touch from Canada, a little bit of French, a little bit of mix of everything. Oh my gosh, Brian, this is so good. So please And enjoy. I'm not just saying that because he's my cousin. I'm the piggiest eater you're ever going to meet. This is the gnocchi. This is so Look good. Look how nice. He's homemade, of course. Oh man. That's really great. Thanks. That's really great. Let's try something else out of this plate while Brian's sitting here. 
explaining it to us. <laughs> so that's the salsa verde. So when you mix everything together, the flavor profiles, it just gives that little vinegar punch to it. Mm. And on your plate, I love the way is it, the cheese curd. I love the way a chef talks. There's a little punch to it. <laughs> you know. little All right, so this punch. meat here, punch. this meat here you said mm. is duck? Yes. So we slowly mm -hmm. cook duck in fat until it slowly shreds apart, put a little bit of seasoning into it. And then we make our stock out of the bones with the chicken bones, and we make a gravy out of it. Oh, I love Can I that. Eat this? What's this little green thing? Yep, that's edible. Everything on the plate is edible. On top is a little bit of wasabi greens, and this way you get wow, a little bit of the spice to go with it. Edible. Oh. This is edible? Yep. It's a leaf. It's a basil twill. It's a basil twill. <laughs> Come on now. Basil twill. Yeah. I don't know what a basil twill is, basil but twill. if he said I could eat it, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> you can trust me. How am I supposed to eat this? Sprinkle it up on, on my food just or just bite, bite it? Just like bite a... right into it. It's like a cracker. Mm -hmm. That's cool. This is so good. I see the chunks I'm of cheese in my plate. <clears throat> so it's a Wisconsin oh, cheese curd. Want some, <laughs> Wow. This is banging, right? You can't have cheese. I can't have cheese. But Probably good cheese. It just plays nice together. It sounds a little weird on the menu, but as you guys said, it's good. It sounds it's, weird. It does. So listen, I'm going to put it all together now because I'm uh, in Italian what they call a gavone. I want all the flavors to burst in my mouth at one time. So I'm assuming this is the cheese. Yep. This is the gnocchi. Yep. So you got to get, get some of the duck. duck. I got to get a little duck on my fork. I'm gonna fork my duck. Huh? Huh? Yeah, I gotta get some so sauce on it. Some gravy. Some brown sauce. There's a lot of stuff here. Do it. How do I do it? Oh, man. I try not to curse on my show because I know there's a lot of kids li listening and watching. But if I said it's good, I'm really not telling mm -hmm. the truth. It's fucking good. This is kind of like See the soul difference? food, right? Don't you, like, I feel good and happy. Yeah. That's well. what it's all about. All of the food that you'll be trying today is just love. Did it's you hear what he just said? The all the food you're going to be trying. Oh, there's plenty. So, I mean, all right. we got some more coming out. All right. But I'll let you be. Let me get back to work. Thanks, Thank Brian. you. drinking coca-cola nectar of the gods that this coca-cola is like the real coca-cola comes in the glass bottle let me see it's a different coca-cola you got to get them specifically somewhere sometimes when you get them they don't even have english on it it's written in the mexican spanish they mexican use real sugar not uh, high fructose corn syrup no refills see look refresco yeah, you can't even read it. That's when you know it's going to be good. What's it say? I don't know. Let me have one. <laughs> What's it? I don't know. Let me have it. Tell us about the show that you're on now and how we could tune in and watch you. And I'd like to be on the show. I yes, know you had. Uh, I've been asking you, but you're always so busy flying everywhere. This man's in like a different state every other day. I'm trying. I want to stay up on the. Uh, the comedy train, a lot of good things going on, and 
We're going to stay involved because I think if everything goes right and we shoot this TV series that I wrote, Reconstructing Jersey, about my life growing up here in this town, we'll involve all the people on the boulevard, the people in the town, because they're funny. Let's do it. They're funny. Blue-collar, all-American people who would probably rather have a sandwich than become superstars. There's something wrong with us. I don't there know is. why we want to be superstars. <laughs> I'd rather have a sandwich, but not anymore. So tell us about the TV show. Yeah, so I have a show now, a talk show on News 12, just called The Piper Harlow Show. And I found a way to kind of marry the two things that are important to me in life, which is entrepreneurship and entertainment. So I wanted to create a space for startups, for artists, for entertainers who don't necessarily have an easy option to get on TV to get exposure for themselves, right? Because you can have a great song, you can have a great movie, you know, indie film, whatever it is, but if you're not getting exposure, that's really not gonna go very far. And as a publicist, if you don't already have tape, if they don't see what you look like and what you talk like on an interview, they're not gonna put you on air. So I created a space to give that opportunity to people. Well, that's fantastic because <clears throat> you're right. Sometimes the most talented people you'll never know about. Yeah, sad. Because this is a lot of luck, nepotism, who you know, walking down the right street on the right day. I mean... To the right comedy show on the right day. When I was a kid, I used to crash commercial auditions because I could never get in. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until I crashed one and booked it that they said, okay. I was told I would never work in this business because I sounded like I was from New Jersey. And then Go I... figure. Yeah. <laughs> and now all I do is emphasize on it yeah. and make more money that way. But it's just, it's brutal. But sometimes you get that little magic that comes out of nowhere and your fans actually could be the ones to launch your career because 100%. you can't stop them. 100%. 100%. Mm -hmm. And that's... Just, I think the fans are the most important thing. They can make you or break you. Absolutely. How many, right. how many nights a week can we watch your show? So it's on Sundays at 11 on News 12 Plus. We've only had two episodes air, so the third one's coming up, and you're going to be on one as well. I'd love to be on yes. the show. In fact, we had... I'm uh, glad that you have your own show. That is so thank stellar. You. Thank you. Well, what we were talking about before, you kind of have to make your own way. Right? Yeah. So if things aren't happening for you, figure out how to make it work for yourself. Plus, with a show like that, you're going to get a lot of other work because people are going to be like, wow, what a great show. Piper looks really, really great. Maybe she will do a live appearance and come to. And that's part of it. Exactly. I want, you know, I, I, I'm not a, my clothes are a little extravagant. I'm a little over the top, <laughs> but that's who I am. And I enjoy that. I'm, I'm an entertainer. And I wanted to put that on the show. This is not your typical boring talk show where people just sit there and talk and ask a few questions. Um, you know, we have some fun skits that are coming on and some comedy acts. In fact, we have your opening act, uh, who's going to be on our next episode. I'm glad that you're having, too busy to be there. I'm glad that you're having comedians on this show because yes. we all need a platform. Yeah. Some people have big social media. Some people don't have any but you could just say one quick joke on a talk show and boom, everybody right. loves it. I love it, it's so, it's so much fun when the comedians come on. I can't wait to come on the show, we're gonna cause a lot of controversy. Yes, that's what's up, that's what I wanna do. You have to, if you try to be 
average and fit into the mold of what everybody says you should do, you're never going to go anywhere. Quite some time ago, I really don't remember the year, but I was asked to be the face and the voice of a thing called Six Hour Power. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> six Hour Power, and they said to me, they like jokes that I've been doing in my act, and I says, but the jokes don't match your product. Mm -hmm. Why would I do that? And well, we want to talk about how you whacked Osama bin Laden. I go, in a TV commercial? How does that work? And they said, well, how about $30,000? I said, it works. It, it works. works really, it works really now. good. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about six hour power. It's delicious. I have one yesterday. About it before. Yeah, six, screw five. Why don't we go for eight? Eight. Just that fast. But at that time, <clears throat> the ad agency mm -hmm. was that woman. I forgot her name. I'm not going to say it. Okay. <laughs> she, she said, why don't you write the, the, the three commercials and we'll shoot them at a and comedy club. And that was an on-the-spot thing, though. Because when I came to that comedy club, they were like, give me something different. Give me something different. And you yes. kept having to come up with it on the spot. Yes. Which I thought, by the way, was phenomenal. Because I... I can't do that. I, I've never done comedy. Maybe one day. That <laughs> like two minutes. That I could do. And the reason why I invited Piper is because I knew she was in PR. I figured we're going to capitalize on all of this and we're all going to work. Everybody's going to have fun. So I went down to the comedy club and I asked if we could shoot in there and they paid him pretty nicely. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And uh, shot these three commercials that had silliness to it but a tag called, instead of getting five hour power for the same price, you can get six hour power. Or instead of five hour energy drink, you can get six for the price of one. Whatever it was, but I do remember saying to those people, are you sure yep. you can say this? I remember because that. Because I don't think that is real. Is it, is it fake? Is it just sugar? Because one of the commercials, I said, I went to see the doctor, and the doctor said, you need two shots. Two That's shots. right. One, see, yep. <laughs> which stems from a joke. Mm -hmm. And I says, I don't, I don't drink six-hour power, but, you know, give me the money. <laughs> and uh, I think it was six months later when the lady called me and said, they're airing, they're getting big, big this, big, big this. And then I got a phone call saying, we're not going to shoot the next three. We're only going to keep these three. And I says, well, you owe me the rest of the money. Yeah. I'm in Screen Actors Guild, you gotta give me my money. It's in the contract. And they said no, because I didn't do what I said that I would do. And I says, no, you're getting sued because you did what I told you don't do. Yep. You're claiming that that stuff keeps you awake for six hours and it doesn't. And you didn't register whatever that FCC is. You have is. to do, uh, well, the trademark, the, yeah, the FCC, all of that yeah. stuff. So they, they faked it and they didn't want to give me the rest of my money. And, but you were there. Do you remember the lady was kind of rude to you when you came? Yes. I'm like, wait, no, she she's became my publicist. My client years later. That's so wild. <laughs> After her. she got fired. That that's just crazy. But that's that's showbiz in a nutshell. You get blamed for doing something they hire you to do. Yeah. And she's the one that was supposed to write the copy, not me. There was none of that. I, I specifically remember sitting in the back of the room, and it was just it, it was like. Freestyling. I freestyle. Yeah. I'm freestyling yeah. now. Ooh, hi. So here's our chef. He came back on screen at a perfect time because I would love to taste something else. Absolutely. This is absolutely fantastic. Well, 
Don't put it anywhere. We're going to finish this later. Move it to the side. Thank you. And then you go grab your next dish. Please do. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're ever in the Scotch Plains area, whether you're coming to visit this cool town because there's so many cool things to do, especially around the fall and and, and and the winter, the tree lighting and so it's literally right there, like right on the other side of the window, the tree. Yeah, that's right. Um, so stop here. in here. Um, it's brand new. This restaurant's only been open, I guess, about a month, maybe six weeks. Yeah. And uh, we're here in the middle of the afternoon, just having some fun. It's called Angelina's Bistro and Catering. Not only is it a sit-down restaurant, but you can order and have some catering come to your house. I'll give you all the details on how you could find it. I have a menu in front of me, which is really, really cool. Mm -hmm. And here's the other side of this menu. And you're related to Brian? He's my cousin. Nothing like being related to a guy That's who's a chef. That's what happens when you're in Jersey. You're going to eat good. Everybody's a right? We're all, we're all somehow related. <laughs> and it's usually pretty busy in here, so I would say make reservations. Yeah. They just opened up early for us. For us. To come in here. Yeah. Crawfish mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, Brian doesn't mess around. There's some interesting this, things this on menu this menu. This menu is crazy. Um, I can't even, mm, excuse me, I can't even pronounce half the things that are on here. But just so you know, ladies and gentlemen, it's Brian Kirpan. I hope I'm saying his name correctly. Mm -hmm. His wife is Stephanie, she's in the kitchen. They're making us some cool foods that we're gonna sample right here. Angelina's Bistro and Catering, 391 Park Avenue, Scotch Plains, New Jersey. I don't live too far from here. You can look them up on the internet, angelinasbistrocatering.com, or give them a call, 908-588-2878. You heard it here. Oh. Here comes oh, something ow. else. Oh my goodness. She said, oh, three times. <laughs> you have the truth. Oh, right? Oh. Look at, so, oh, hey, oh, look at this. This is our USDA oh, Prime Tennis Burger. Um, everything bun that we make from scratch. We I got we gotta go. You smoke he smokes the bacon I got here. The bacon smoking out back again. We make our own homemade pickles wow. and fries. Look at that. I don't even know if I could eat this in front of the camera. Yeah, we're gonna look this really, really to... like real gavones <laughs> biting into this stuff on the camera, but we're gonna do it. Enjoy the fork and knife. <laughs> you know what? This could we be our way out. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. You gotta try the burger. We just plugged your restaurant and plugged you, folks. Right. This is some serious, serious food. And I have to bite this on go ahead, camera. You do it. I've got lipstick on, which is probably going to go on my chin. We're going to get ready to get going, but we're going to sail off with big, big mouths of, filled with food. <laughs> Tell everybody how they can find you on all your social media. Oh, you can find no. me. Go ahead. We did oh, you, but you go oh, ahead. Okay. No, go no, ahead, no, Brian. Please. No, I no. Don't, go I don't ahead. Know you got personal ones, too. Yeah, I mean, basically just Angelina's Bistro Catering. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. We're willing to customize everything. We just want to make people happy and enjoy food. <laughs> and Piper, would you tell everybody where they could find you on all your social yeah, media? Um, the best place, I'm, I'm mostly on Instagram, is Piper underscore Harlow. You, if you want to be on the show, if you're interested in being a guest, you can go to thepiperharlowshow.com. Uh, there's a little tab there, or just email bookings at the Piper Harlow Show. My website, if you want to uh, work with the PR company, is Simply PiperHarlow.com. Just brand in the whole name. Make it easy to find. And uh, that's it. Yeah. Hit All me right. up. Well, we're going to get ready to say goodbye. 
but we're going to do this first and see if we can actually say Daddy? anything. Come on, put it up. Put it up. Mine's dripping. Are they the same? Yep. The same? Yours no, has yours cheese. has cheese. There's bacon on here. There's bacon, cheese there's on here. There's some kind of sauce. What's there's the sauce, The sauce right? is a pickle aioli. Because everybody likes pickles on their burgers. All right, come on. Hyper pickles. Come on. <laughs> All right, ready? One, Cheers. Two, bump, bump, bur bumping burgers. Ooh, bumping burgers. <laughs> Her mother's watching. We're bumping We're buns. Bumping bu <laughs> Shows and they would cook food and they would bite into it, that they just would make those noises for ratings. But this is so good. Oh my god! Thank you. No lie. That's what's up. And do you get a better compliment than that ever? <laughs> and Brian will help you figure out what you want to eat. He's really good. He comes out and he talks to all the customers I'll that are here. Every table, every, every customer. He will if help you. Bring in a bottle of wine. I'll help you pair everything through. Walk you through everything. <clears throat> when you come here, we want you to feel like you're at home. Mm -hmm. We're at home. We're in the basement. <laughs> We're going to sign off the three of us just like this. Hold on a minute. That was really good. It's really, okay. really. The food is fantastic here. You got to come, ladies and gentlemen. We might even be still here. Probably. I'm going to get the itis and just fall asleep in the chairs when I'm done eating all this. <laughs> you got all the information. We got to get going. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching another episode of Live from My Mother's Basement. You know the motto. Make America Italian yes. again. You don't know nothing, you don't see nothing, nope. and you don't say nothing. Nope. And how do I end every single one of my podcasts by saying the same thing with my guests? Don't take no shit from nobody. Hell you ready? Yeah. Don't, Don't take, take no, no shit, shit from, from nobody. nobody.